All right, what's up? Welcome to Hell Week, round six. All pretense of uh, intro monologue here is out the window. You know what's up. If you don't know what's up, don't be an idiot. Don't start it. The sixth installment of a series. Just go back to square one. You'll get it. And if you do start it here, you're an idiot. Yeah, for sure. Let's jump in. We got uh, we got a varied we got a varied uh, bit of selection in this one. It looks like a lot of a lot of different sounding shit here. This is also uh, this is another Brody heavy one. Uh, three Brody submissions in this and two Sams. So it seems like it seems like we only have like ten submitters. That, that, that's it's Brody, yeah. Sam, AJ, TJ, Ryan. Ryan. We we have a lot of submitters. We just have a lot, we just have a handful of, like a rotating cast of people who return frequently. Yeah, and and people have strong stretches too. You know what I mean? Sometimes people will have a really strong stretch of submissions, and then they'll drop out, drop out, and a new a new name will emerge, a new legend. And a lot of times, hold on. a lot of times we just talk shit on people enough that maybe they just stop submitting. <laughs> I don't know that we like talk that, shit not, on Not ad hominem than the submitters. Yeah. I don't think we've ever really done that. No. I mean, we might have let a few barbs go if we know you. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. But um, we just, we endlessly talk shit about their submissions. Sure, yeah, that's true. And then we also kind of then start to make this insinuation uh-huh. that the person is reflective of their submissions. <laughs> yeah. Or the submissions are reflective of the person. <laughs> That's true. I guess that that has happened from time to time. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's jump right in. Up top is indeed a Brody submission. First up is Night of the Vampire with Eternal Night. You can find this at night of the ba- night of the vampire.bandcamp.com. And I like the looks of this. I definitely like the looks. <laughs> the of The art this. is super nice. Looking at the merch. Yeah. Nice fucking merch. Yep. Right. Um, this actually, I think, was in the recommended when we were listening to various uh, black metal dungeon synth stuff like okay. um, Warlock Corpse. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, and this indeed does say raw black metal, dark wave, post punk synth. Okay. So yeah, this is this is probably uh, the collision of various sounds that we've uh, already encountered several times in the course of this listening session. So uh, the song Eternal Night, the eponymous track, is queued up to play. So we're going to listen to Eternal Night off of the release of the same name by the band Night of the Vampire from Texas.
we just heard the song. It Sorry. Psyched me out. There we go. Holy shit. That sounded foul, and I'm sure it's going to smell really fucking bad. It's not going to be that I bad. smelled one earlier, and it was just a little one, and it smelled bad. So This isn't going to be bad. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right, we just heard the song Eternal Night off of the release of the same name by the band Night of the Vampire. I liked that a lot. That was real good. Um, as you noted, as I also noted uh, while we were listening to this, another release that just an absurd amount of people have paid for on Bandcamp. Well over 400 people. Uh, the tape is in its second pressing. Once again, metal proves to be... That's the grift. We got to get into doing it. <laughs> well, it's not even metal. It's the fucking merch, right? Because... This is a three-song tape. Yeah, for right? sure. It's 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 eleven minutes. Yeah, and um, there's a uh, there's a um, a really sick-looking long sleeve. Yep. Right. There's a patch. Yep. Right. There's um yeah it's it's here's the thing I like this just fine but I'm still coming off a of fugitive wizard high yeah so this didn't stack up uh-huh. to that sure yeah um. This was not as uh, rich and full-bodied as Fugitive Wizard. That's true. This is squarely between, like, <laughs> Warlock Corpse and Fugitive Wizard for me. Yeah, this is this is definitely... This is considerably better than the Warlock Corpse stuff. And honestly, I think that this this felt l- a little less dungeon synthy and more like a real mashup of, like, post-punk and black metal more so than it did like dungeon synth right there were elements of that here but the synth felt way more in service of like new wave synth wave elements than it does like dungeon synth right um it wasn't nearly as brooding as some of that stuff or as like or on the opposite end of the spectrum like kind of playful and video gamey um but i liked this a lot i this is also the debut release from this band which is pretty impressive i mean that's like a that's a strong note to start out on well see that's what i was going to get to is yeah it's impressive but it's three songs yeah and it seems like more effort was put into the uh merchandising and the uh, the appearance sure than like just Two more songs, right? Yeah, right. I feel that for sure. Three songs, three songs is is for a for a presentation this polished. Three songs does seem to be under delivering a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I mean, there's a fucking CD, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, three songs on a CD, man. Come on, right? Come on, yeah. Don't give me eleven minutes of music on a CD, right? And so that's my point. Is this is obviously it seems to be at least f- f- judging if if the, if the quality of that song, yeah, are an indicator, yeah, and the merch and the art and everything, are, and the whole vibe I'm getting is any indicator, this seems to be a, a, a fully realized project. Yeah, why are there only three songs? A fair question, no doubt. Yeah, I agree. Um, yo, can I say though the 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 popularity of like dungeon synth and dungeon synth infused black metal is really that's the sleeper hit of the last year <laughs> did not see that coming. i did not see that coming at no. all dude like thousands of people getting into this type of shit I, I i have a feeling it has to be tied to like you know basically video game culture now it's got to be right I, I i imagine it has to be right yeah, I'm, I'm, it, it has to be. Because retro gaming is at a height right now. And right. People are going back and discovering, rediscovering, you know, Castlevania or discovering that kind of shit for the first time in, mm-hmm. in some instances. And then finding a style of music that directly pulls influence from that. And fantasy is, like, thrust into the mainstream in a way that it hasn't been in a long time. Because, I mean, Dungeon Sith has been around since, like, the back half of the 80s. Yep, for sure. If not longer. Yeah. And, I mean... People, I mean, it's just now, yeah, <laughs> starting to like emerge. Like, oh, we're getting regular submissions from it, right? The hundreds of people supporting it, which you know, in the grand scheme of things, but it is twenty twenty two, right? Yeah, it's not nineteen seventy two, sure, right? So it's just nuts that like now it's gaining traction, and I can only attribute it to like basically just general video game culture. It's got to be, yeah, for sure. Oh, a weird turn that I did not expect subculture to take, but. One that I'm uh, I'm here for. I'm on board with it, man. I like it a lot. So, um, okay. Next up, we have uh, Evodia with their self-titled release. This is a band from London, UK. Was sent in by Sam, the uh, the supporting star of this sh- this episode. Um, 
this he described as uh, new dream pop stuff out of London. So um, they have got uh, the intro, the first song queued up to play. Um, so we are going to listen to the song, an, an introduction to celibate theory by Evodia off of their self-titled release. Okay, so we just heard an introduction to celibate theory by Evodio off of their self-titled release. So uh, Nate and I were, were just talking about this off air. There was some there was some weird disjunct bass stuff happening that put it at odds with like the the rhythm of the track that I think was just a mixing issue because when things dropped out and I heard just the bass track at the end, it seemed to line up and, and feel correct. But there were some general production issues on this that I think hindered it. There were some like loudness issues, uh, like certain like stabbing, stabbing melody lines that came in way louder than other stuff that I think kind of hurt this. But at its core, it's good I, that the woman singing on this, I really like her voice. This is definitely evoking Cocktoo Twins and like Lush and stuff of that general era, like, you know, fucking the 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 glory days of uh, of 4AD and shit like that late 80s early 90s british dream pop and shoegaze stuff this is a genre of music that i have nearly limitless affection for um and uh it's it's easy to catch me if you've got some some pretty melodies and uh and like uh, a fair amount of atmosphere uh this had both of those things in droves so i'm interested but there were definitely there was some really clunky production here that was holding it back from being i think as good as it probably could be because the songwriting seemed seemed good i'm gonna listen to the rest of this and see uh see see if it resonates but what 
what I heard was promising, especially considering this band is new. They just have like one single that they put out in December and then this that just came out in January of this year. This is like their first proper EP. Um, so super promising for sure. Definitely a genre of music that I like that I don't think is done. I don't think that people take a traditionalist approach to this brand of dream pop as frequently as as um, you might imagine that people would, considering it's such like a well-celebrated genre that everybody name checks and wears the t-shirts of. Um, so I appreciated somebody just doing straight up like 1992 shoegazy dream pop stuff with no modern trappings at all. Yeah, this was, I, I had a hard time sort of finding something to lock into on this. Yeah. Um, Generally speaking, stuff like this, I like just fine. I don't like it as much. I don't follow it close, as closely as you do. Sure. Um, I like it just fine. I am certainly not in uh, the uh, mood yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. to hear something so, um, I guess, uh, sleep and restful and <laughs> rest-inducing as this. Yeah. Um, I don't need to hear a lullaby right now. Yeah, for sure. This is this is definitely sleepy time music. music. Yeah, there, yeah. I no mean, doubt. It sounded, it sounded fine if I could... It like I like you pointed out, and we were talking. about, It didn't seem like everything. Fi- it sounded like it was glitching. Like, yes, yeah. Like if you listen to this in a CD, you might think, "Is this is this skipping?" Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, it sounded like it came in like in the middle of a song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, the riff just everything just started immediately. Yeah, and it it um, something about that I didn't like. I don't know. I think that um, this, as you said, probably deserves a second visit, but certainly not right now. After well, we're an hour ten. Yeah. Uh, wait, what was that? We're in hour 10. In hour 10 what? We're in hour 10. Oh, we're 10. in hour 10. I thought you said we're in hour 10. And I'm like, we're in hour 10 what? We're in hour 10. Yes, we're in, we are in hour 10. Now. And yeah. uh, dreaminess is not what I want to, because we got like another fucking 10 hours. <laughs> I don't know if we have that much, but we've got a long time to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, hindered, I think, mostly by some production, some amateurish production mis- amateurish production mistakes um and if you uh if you manage to dodge those pitfalls moving forward i think this this is probably quite good so um next up we have uh rats on rafts in and paul palm palm bowman um so i imagine that this is a collaboration because uh rats on rafts is just a band so i i gotta imagine this is a a collaboration with an artist named Palm Bowman, which is a name that is frustratingly difficult. Palm Bowman? Yeah, P-A-L-M-B-O-M-E-N. Palm Palm Bowman. And it's one word. Yes, and it is one word. I... I'm fr- <laughs> I'm off to a fucking rough start with this just based solely on how difficult that word is to pronounce. So this is just one track, uh, a song called Kashmir Carry. Uh, this was submitted by Franklin, uh, who described it as some uh, some new wave stuff. So let's listen to the song Kashmir Carry by Rats on Rafts and Paul.
All right, we just heard the song Cashmere Carry by Rats on Rafts and Palm Bowman. Man, I liked that a fuck ton. I like that way more than what we just heard before. Oh, yeah, this was way more masterfully executed and and markedly different, too. Like, pulling from definitely, like, the UK in the same general era. But this, to me, was, like, highly evocative of mid mid 80s era cure stuff when they were kind of moving into pop territory but not quite mm-hmm. like head on the door kiss me kiss me kiss me era cure stuff like this was right in that fucking wheelhouse and i think it hit it like dead on the bullseye but this was really really good this track and i can't think of the name of the song it reminded me of a very specific song from the 80s too dude i think i actually know exactly what song you're fucking talking about because there was something about that this that kept calling to mind a really specific song that i also couldn't put my finger on and it's not a cure song no but it's in that same regular radio song that you'll hear yeah for sure but it's but it's like a new wave trick um and i i know exactly the fucking song i i imagine you're thinking of because i was having the exact same phenomenon when i was listening listening to this when the chorus hit specifically i was like what fucking song is this Mm -hmm. um i will i will think on it but yeah for sure um so yeah this was this was great man i really liked that i'm definitely going to check out the other material by Rats on Rafts. Yeah. I don't know how much of this is, is Palm Rats Bowman? on Rafts or Palm Bowman. Yeah. Palm Bowman sounds like uh, a Steve Brule friend. <laughs> yes, it does. Right. It's yeah. my mom's husband, Palm Bowman. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, perhaps it's just the language barrier because right. these folks are from uh, the Netherlands. Yeah, so. and I want to I want to read a, in a bit of their description here. Okay. Rats have been together for a few years and... After boring themselves into finally getting good, they embarked on a phase which is slowly seeing them recognized as something a bit special by their own countrymen. I don't know if that makes them sound as good as you think it does. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, right? I agree. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, me neither. I don't know. Like, So does that mean that their old shit sucks? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, for and sure. And they don't have any heart in what they're doing now because they're fine, I guess we'll fucking get good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a, it's not, it's not a great, it's not a great bio, no. uh, but the music spoke for itself on this. I also really like the artwork on this. The presentation is real slick. It looks yeah. good. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm for sure going to dig into this band's back catalog because that was that was real good. Yeah, I would like to hear how, like I said, how much of this is Rats on Raps? How much is this is Paul Palm Bowman? Yeah. And whatever it is, I would like to hear more than one song of it. I Yes, I would very much. Yes, if this collaboration yielded something this good, please give me more than a single track of it. This came out in December, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we should give up hoping that that might uh, materialize. Otherwise, why should I pay any attention? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, but they released like uh, they released. Uh, There's a full length. Is it a f- in 2021? But, but yes, there is a full length in 2021 in January of 2021. But their release right before this in October of 2021 is also just a single track. Just a single track. So we haven't gotten a single like we haven't gotten a, a large dump of songs since January of 2021 in which we got like a, a 13 song full length. So um, so, yeah, I'm going to go back and check out that full length for sure, because this. I, I liked this a, a, a lot, like a, a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, next up we have got Butcher's Dog with Purist's Piss Codes. This is, uh, you can find this at butchersdog.bandcamp.com. This is a band from Cincinnati, Ohio. It was submitted by uh, Brody, uh, who said it was just good old-fashioned hardcore the way your mother used to make it. Um, so they have got the song, uh, first song queued up to play. We're going to hear the song Planned Obsolescence by Butcher's Dog off of Purist's Piss Codes.
we just heard the song Planned Obsolescence by Butcher's Dog off of Purest Piss Codes. That was good. At first, I said while we were listening to it, man, that vocal delivery is a choice. Uh, it grew on me over the course of the song, and I think it actually fit fit this quite well. That was uh, that was good ripping D-beat style hardcore stuff. Yeah, um, it, was, uh, it was jarring at first, which... Perk my, perk my ears up. Yeah, I like that because I was not expecting that at all, and I was on from the word go. Hell yeah! Um, I like that a lot. I like that vocal choice. It um, it it added a whole other level of just sort of like dissonance and just general angst. Sure. To the music. Yeah. I think that if this had your standard dude vocals, yeah, probably wouldn't stand out as much. Yeah. I mean, the music was good. Yeah, right. I think the music was quite good. Right, I like that part where you're fucking riding the fucking bell on the on the on the ride cymbal or whatever it was, yeah. and uh, that that sounded good. And the music was good, but the the thing that stood out to me was just how jarring the vocal performance was compared to what we typically expect to hear with a band called Butcher's Dog writing music like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I would like to hear this recorded a little bit better. It was yeah. kind of hindered by the record, it recording. Was. It was a little it was just like a, a little bit muddy and low energy which didn't match the music which was very high energy. Mm-hmm. Also, man, I wish that we lived closer to Cincinnati cuz that's a city in Ohio that I actually really like. It's not that far away to get. It's not that far away, but it's just like it, it's just a, just far enough away to be kind of inconvenient if you just want to take like a day trip. Here's there, the problem. Yeah. There's no there's the shortest route to Cincinnati. Yeah, is like the even like drive time mm-hmm. is back roads. Yes. Yep. Right. Like even you know you have to take sort of some some off the beaten paths and head down through Miami. Yeah. And that's like the quickest way to get to Cincinnati. It's not down any any major highways. Yep. Because you got to go either east or west before you can actually start going south. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Cincinnati's got one of my favorite record stores. Yep. It's got um, some good food. I like it. It's actually uh, the 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 countryside around Cincinnati is like surprisingly topographically well, interesting. Southern Ohio. Right. You know, it, it, in some ways, it kind of reminds me of Pittsburgh. Yep. In for sure. Its, you know, geography. Yep. I agree. Um, and it's because it sits on a major river. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I like Cincinnati. It's just there's there's cool there's generally some cool stuff happening there too, but it's far enough away that like I I can't tap into the Cincinnati scene to just like book a band up here like this on just a random one off show right. without like having to, to 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 do some planning. Like if I lived sure. in Indianapolis, it's just right across 65. the way. Yeah, it's right. It's like an hour and a half away from Cincy, so it's easy to like easy to do so like uh, cross pollination. But Fort Wayne lives in we. We're located in this spot where it's like we're not close. We're close enough to many things to be somewhat convenient if you don't mind driving a couple hours, but not close enough to have any like significant cross pollination with any other major metropolitan area. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. I think that um, all things considered, I would much rather make the drive to Cincy than I would to fucking Chicago. Oh, absolutely. And they're both about the same way. I hate. I Plus, hate the drive Cincinnati to has jungle gyms. That's true. Are you kidding me? How can you not go to jungle gyms if you go to fucking Cincinnati? <laughs> right, sure. Right? You can get, if if people eat it somewhere in the planet, Yeah, they can get it for you or they got it. That's right. Yeah. And um, that sounds like a, a fun time to me. For sure. I, when I was, I used to spend more time in Cincinnati, that was like a weekly thing. Let's just go to jungle gyms and find the weirdest shit we can. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So next up, we, uh, we've got something else from Ohio, albeit from a different spot. Um, so this is Lexan, L-E-X-A-N, with their demo. You can find this at lexan.bandcamp.com. This is another thing coming out of the uh, delayed gratification record scene. Uh, I believe that this is just two folks. I'm not sure who exactly is in this band. And I know a few people from the from the DGR scene submitted this. Um, let me just read you what uh, what they had to say about it. So... The demo tells the, the, <clears throat> the demo tells the story of a factory worker employed at an experimental plastics factory secretly producing weapons for the government. One evening shift, our protagonist catches a rare disease that slowly turns his skin into a rough plastic. His family, horrified by his monstrous appearance, leaves him and his friends slowly turn their back on him. One by one, he loses everything until finally he decides the only option left is to sharpen his hands into shanks and kill the bosses of the factory himself. (laughs) 
So one thing that I like about these Ohio cats too, I mentioned I like that they stick together and put on for each other, is that there have been several projects that have come out of, of this, this general camp of people that are like uh, highly conceptual, like they're trying to do something. Yeah, and 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 the the um, there's a different bit of a difference story in the late gratification website. Uh -huh. It says pretty much the same thing. While working a midnight shift right. at an experimental plastics factory, our protagonist catches a rare disease that turns his skin into a hard, ugly plastic. Sickened by his frightening appearance, his family leaves him, and his friends abandon him. He decides after sneaking to see his children one last time that he will go after those. He will go after his last shift to kill the boss and his friend. He sharpens his hands in the shanks and heads off as Lexan Deluxe. <laughs> okay, all right. I like that. This the, this sounds like uh, the plot to some, like, like some really sick, like, Japanese, like, horror, mm. like, body horror shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, very yeah. Tetsuo Iron Man type and of shit. It, it, is, it is like, when was the last time we heard, I'm assuming this is hardcore. Yeah, I, I would assume Of so. some ilk. Right. When's the last time we heard a hardcore concept record, even if it is just a four-song demo? Yeah, there's been a, there's been a handful of like loose concept bands coming out of this so there's this scene. There's that uh, there's that circus band that's like really got the heavy clown the clown shtick. Yeah, but know? is there a whole like story like a lore to it? I'm not sure if there I'm not sure if there's like a whole a whole story. No, um, but yeah, this has like a well-defined story arc which I, I enjoy. So let's uh, let's see if the music is any good. So we're gonna listen to Lexan Deluxe by Lexan off of their demo. Okay, so that 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 was real good, man. I I'm 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 fully on board for this. Yeah, this was pretty legit. Yeah, this was sick. This was good. This was the best thing I've heard from this delayed gratification record scene musically, and it's the whole package in in terms of like concept and and delivery, uh, in general presentation. I like the look of the demo, um, man. So I, I'll I'll just say this as an outsider, I would love to see this come fully to fruition though like do this on a physical release but with like a full-on like illustrated printed and bound comic book or something yeah you know and, what I'm and saying? like the shtick live too yeah you have to carry through live yeah for sure like i want this to be real whole package like go whole hog on this really commit to it because Potentially, I think if you do like a instead of just doing like a demo with like your Xerox copy vibes and, and whatever, which is cool, like that looks good and it's it fits cool, this but musically. It's also, it's also a bit played. Yeah, exactly. Go go all out with this because you have like a, a sick and interesting concept. Like if if I heard about this, if this were the description on the back of a VHS box, I'd pick that up ten out of ten times. It's it's this is literally a plastic version of like Tetsuo Body Hammer. Right, exactly. So or or no Tetsuo Tetsu Bullet Man. Yeah, Bullet Man, sure. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm 
all in on this. I think this is fucking great. But yeah, I would like to see this with like a, some deluxe packaging, like a real cool like insert a comic book or something like hire an illustrator to like go in on this. You could do some really cool shit with this and I would full on purchase that. Yeah, and, and I don't know if it's sold out or whatever. I'm on the delay gratification site now. First press, thirty black cassettes. Yeah. Um it says it's unavailable. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm assuming it's sold out. So yo, do do a deluxe release of this. And don't Man. just let the four song demo be the beginning and end of your fucking band. Yeah, for sure, dude. Like this is a fun, cool, and apparently pretty well fleshed out concept. Like do this, do, you know, do this in three installments or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Three, like, seven inches. Right. Exactly. To tell the story of fucking Lex and Deluxe. Yeah, for sure. This is cool, right. man. I really like this. Uh, musically, absolutely ripped. He tries to save his children from a burning fire. He melts and covers them in melted plastic. And that's the tragedy of Lex and Deluxe. Yeah, 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 for sure. His children become little plastic fucking statues. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's all sorts of places you can go with this. Uh, so I hope you do more with it than just this demo because this is really fucking cool. Um, I would just, I like I said, now you've got me. You've got me on the line. Now just fucking just reel me in, baby. That's all you got to do. Um, so that was really cool. I'm, I'm stoked that for once I can, I can support, <laughs> I can support this scene in more than just like name checking them and say, Hey, cool guys doing cool things that is that, but that aren't really for me. Yeah. But and this like, and like, Oh, this is really good. No qualifying statements needed. No, this is just really cool. Um, all right. Next up, we have got Culture Shock with 308. You can find this at lastriderecords.bandcamp.com. I was wondering when this was going to show up because yeah. we've had like, basically every other <laughs> last ride release yeah for sure in the queue and i every time we click on like the chain or mauler or a wall i'm like oh there's this 308 thing sooner or later that's going to show up yep for sure so this was sent in by nile an australian resident longtime listener of the show an australian correspondent um so let's just jump into it this is just a single so we're going to listen to the song 308 by the band culture shock from australia heard the song 308 by the band culture shock that was sick that that ripped for sure there were as you mentioned a lot of good choices on this in general um they utilized one of my favorite one of my favorite things to do and i do a lot which is uh throwing some tambourine in there yeah it's a real good choice that adds a lot of texture into stuff and i think people don't it doesn't always occur to people to use it in like hardcore and punk but it should it works really really well as like an added layer of percussion even the throat clearing was like the a throat clearing was tasteful it was it was a perfect accent yeah the fucking mocking sort of tone yep 
um, that they took, I, I think, um, on the, so your family's been here for a hundred years, years. try 40,000. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For very, sure. Very fucking good. Uh, very on point, I yep. guess, um, message wise for sure. Right. Yes. Um, and, and like rightfully placed fucking aggression. No doubt. Yeah. Australia, Australia is a country with, uh, as fraught a history with indigenous relationships as our own. Well, yeah. As us, as any place in, in the Western hemisphere. Yeah, for right? sure, man. Um, uh, a, 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 a truly, a truly horrific history of atrocities there that mirror many, yeah, many of the, uh, the American atrocities committed in the name of manifest destiny and shit. Um, white colonizers just, you know, doing their thing the world over. Uh, so yeah, topically totally on point, ripping, burly, a lot of fun, really well recorded, well written, well performed, no beef with this at all. Everything about this was good. I wonder if this is, you know, part of something that's coming out later. I hope it I, is. I would certainly I, I hope so. I want to hear a full fucking release, right? Yeah. I want to hear a full, you know, give me a seven inch worth. Yeah, for sure. And a proper seven inch. Seven none or eight this, tracks. None of this Horse shit, nine minutes on a 12-inch. Yeah. None of this fucking stupid horse shit, you know, three and a half or four minutes on a fucking tape. Yeah. Right? Yep. Come on. Give me like a seven or eight song, seven-inch of this yep. stuff. I think that looking at Last Ride's sort of, you know, discography displayed on Bandcamp here. Yeah. Uh, you know, Histamine. Sure. Um, Primitive Blast. Yep. This is right up there with the best thing I've heard on this label. This is up there for sure. This was really good stuff, man. I liked it a lot. Um, I don't know. Is Did they have other stuff that just maybe hasn't come out on this label? Because I, I, I would find it very hard to believe that that's the first thing that that band ever did. Oh, yeah. Okay. So here's something. Culture Shock uh, Pub Squash. Um, this came out in May of 2019, but that's just a two-song release. Yeah. Um, so, you know, unless they have other stuff that they've done not in the context of uh of like last ride records this band has put out precious little material over the course of the last three or so years uh but that was really good so i i, I very much hope that they do more um all right so next up we have got piss me off with piss us off you can find this at piss me off 48.bandcamp.com this is a band out of cleveland uh so this was submitted by one of the members of the band michael michael also plays in brain cave who we've had on the show a couple times and brain cave played uh the bug house a few months ago we're a really solid band live um i actually i did i listened to this when he posted it in the uh, demo listen facebook group because he's like hey I, you know i started a hardcore band i think it's pretty good and uh he was right this stuff is cool um, I'm, I'm stoked to revisit this cause I just kind of listened to it in passing while I was doing other shit. And I was like, Oh, this sounds really good. Um, let's listen to the first two songs. Cause these are, these are real, like, uh, these are, these are short bangers. So we're going to listen to digital bull and the bit by piss me off, off of piss us off. <laughs> Let's go! 
All right, we just heard the songs Digital Bull and The Bit by Piss Me Off off of Piss Us Off, which I think is, you know, effectively their demo. How'd you feel about that stuff? It's pretty good, pretty straightforward. I'd like to hear the next iteration of this. Yeah. And I'd like to hear it um, with a, a bit better recording. I agree, for sure. That's my, um, that's this, my biggest gripe. This really this. suffered from yeah, that. For sure. But, um, hey, whatever. Uh, sonically, I guess musically, yeah. I mean, just straightforward you know, mile mile a fucking minute or a hundred miles a minute fucking, you know, hardcore, pretty densely packed with lyrics. Yep, for sure. So there's not a lot of downtime in the songs. Yep. Um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I want to hear, I, like I said, I want to hear the next iteration of this with a better recording. Yeah, I just want to hear this like a little bit polished in every, in every respect. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like a little bit better recording. Uh, what happens when you hone the songwriting in a little bit more because I think there are a lot of good riffs here a lot of good ideas It's really fast, which I appreciate a lot about this um, Fast, but you know not fast core fast just like really fast blazing fast hardcore, right? Um, no real D beat influence just blazing fast hardcore, which mm -hmm. I like a lot So mm -hmm. yeah, I think this is a really solid demo uh, definitely gonna check back when this band releases whatever they do next Let's keep it moving. So we have got Dome Runner with Conflict State Design. You can find this at domerunner.bandcamp.com. This is a band from Finland, and um, this was described to me as industrial stuff that, that pulls enough from the classic references to feel familiar but not like a full-on rehash. Um, I was told that the undemonizing process is the best representation of their sound. Uh, this was also sent to us by Sam. So we're going to listen to the undemonizing process by Dome Runner off of Conflict State Design. Yeah. 
right. We just heard the song The Undemonizing Process by the band Dome Runner off of their release, Conflict State Design. That was quite good, man. That was really good stuff. It definitely evoked some classic uh, industrial metal stuff because I didn't know this was going to be industrial metal. It was just described to me as industrial. Um, and industrial and industrial metal are, are two distinct forms. So mm-hmm. this evoked some classic stuff like Godflesh and Ministry when it got fast, but it, it didn't have like that precision delivery and like sterility of, of, of like the late 80s, early 90s uh, Ministry stuff. Mm-hmm. It had that overall like big, booming kind of over overwhelming production that you would associate more with God flesh, but the speed of some of that other stuff. And it also didn't have like the industrial death metal tinge of like fear, early fear factory or something, but it did veer into that level of heaviness. So this felt like very much a modern iteration uh, of industrial metal that took from a lot of classic sources, but uh, compiled it into something that felt really fresh. Yeah, this it, this is not something I hear very much anymore. Period. Not at all. No. And listening to this, you know, as the song was wrapping up, I thought, Jesus, these guys know exactly what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's impossible. It's impossible to make something like this in 2022 and 2021 without somebody immediately mentioning Godflesh. Of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. There is definitely sort of a um, Psalm 69. Uh, ministry sort of vibe there. The Fear Factory vibe came through about halfway through. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, this almost sounds like there's some parts on here that are, like, reminiscent of Birth of a New Machine, but not as full-on just sort of, like, death metal. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, I really, really like this. This woke me right the fuck up. I'm I'm looking for a physical copy of this, and I don't see it. Yeah, I don't know if it exists. Like, it deserves it. I I don't, like, like... This seems like something that would fit right in on Iron Lung Records. Absolutely. Right? Like, the, the last thing that I heard that was similar to this, and it's, like, in the same vein, mm-hmm. but it's not as, like, it's not industrial metal. Is that rock band? Oh, R-O-H-T sure. R-O-H-T? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Iceland? Yeah. Um, and that came out on, I think, on Iron Lung. Yeah, that, 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 and that, that fucking LP is super fucking good. This seems like it should just, like, land right on Jensen Ward's plate. Yeah, and like, fucking pre-orders are up within a week. Yeah, for sure. This is this has been out since August of last year too, and like uh, a shockingly small amount of people appear to be fucking with it. Yeah, and it's that's su- surprising for the quality of the music that we just heard because that that was really really good, really good. I I was on board with that immediately, and I was more on board as time wore on. Like when they hit that fucking like heavy, yes. heavy breakdown part, yes, I was yes, like, yes. ooh, that's really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. So we'll for sure be checking out the entirety of this release. We get eight songs uh, with decent run times on here. So a meaty release. I'm stoked to check out the rest of this. That's that's quite good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next up we have Exhibition with You'll Be Next. You can find this at exhibitionhc.bandcamp.com. This is a band out of uh, Buffalo, New York. This was sent in by Grant. He said it is the uh, guitarist slash vocalist of uh, Violent Spirit is in this band. Um, I don't know what, what he's doing in this band per se. I think maybe playing playing guitar in this project. So being a goofball. Yeah, just being a goof, hanging out. Just hanging out. He's bo he's the he's, bobo. I was about to say he's the bobo of exhibition. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, they got the first song queued up to play. I by the looks of it and by the 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 bona fides of at least one member that I know, um, I, I kind of expect this to be like ripping D beat influenced hardcore stuff, but we'll find out. So we're gonna listen to Bottom Feeder by Exhibition off of You'll Be Next.
All right, we just heard the song Bottom Feeder by the band Exhibition off of You'll Be Next. I stand corrected to the, uh, the guitarist slash vocalist of Violent Spirit plays drums in this band. Uh, so I was, I was half right about this. There is definitely like ripping, like Scandi D-beat influence in here, and there's like shreddy guitar in here, but they also like break it down and get chunky, but they do it sparingly, which I think works really well as just like a punctuation Tastefully mark on done. the end of this. You know? It didn't feel like everything else was just getting you to that point no not at all this is this is the uh they they were earning the breakdown in this they were earning the right to to break it down and bring it straight to your face um yeah no the the meat of the song was good and catchy well performed fast ripping db inspired hardcore stuff uh makes sense just knowing what i know about anybody associated with this band that was that was good shit i liked it a lot this was a lot heavier yeah the production was heavier and generally speaking the music was a lot heavier than i was anticipating yeah i agree i probably wasn't listening to to you at all when you were describing it but um because it's that time sure um but uh yeah this was a lot a lot heavier and beefier than i expected it to be i agree for sure yeah but that, uh yeah i thought it sounded good yeah and the production was real good on this this is this is a this is a pro operation they're running running here out of the uh out of buffalo new york yeah um yeah that was real good i liked it a lot there's no nothing to have beef with here i think this meets a real uh this is like a happy medium ground for a lot of different fans of like various types of hardcore yep because i think you can definitely be into like armor protocol violent spirit uh destruct and be into this obviously Obviously, but you could also be into like meteor beef your hardcore and find plenty to like in this yeah. so um okay last up on this particular installment of hell week we have a finale with 225 opm it's an ep this is a band out of uh, valencia spain it was submitted by brody who uh, described this as some like really really catchy uh egg punky stuff informed by bands like coneheads that is uh, hard to hard to dislike if you like any guitar-based music at all. Um, so uh, they've got the first song queued up to play. We're gonna hear "Extra Extra" by oh, Loco Loco has a video though. Loco Loco does have a video, but this is a uh, an audio format, so that won't yeah, benefit anybody it, except for it us. It benefits us, and I'm fucking bored. <laughs> That's true. We can listen to that. That's fine. We Let's can watch the video. All right, cool. Give so, me something to do other than fucking, you know. Just look at Bandcamp while we're listening to this stupid shit. Fair enough. Um, okay, so we're going to listen to the song Loco Loco by uh, Finale off of 225 OPM. <laughs> heard the song loco loco by finale off of 225 opm that was quite good that was catchy and fun i like uh how the lyrics um were pretty much just i think you're saying loco loco yep for sure for most of the song yeah the these uh these dirt bags appeared to be having a great time I, they look so fucking scummy if these are the last people that I would like want to actually talk to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. No, fuck. I, well, not all of them, right? The right. bass player looks all right, but yeah. he looks substantially older than the rest of the people. In the he band. does, yeah. But everybody else is like sporting the typical fucking ironic mullet or yep. shitty mustache, and uh, just basically getting away with that uh, that scrawny 
filthy could give a fuck look that you can only get away from get away with up to the age of say like 27 yeah 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 for sure right <laughs> yeah for sure and even that's like pushing that's it. that's the absolute like that's right. the upper end of it because yep. if you're still looking like that at 27 yeah fuck you man yeah for sure fuck you for sure yeah at least show yourself some fucking dignity right life in the goddamn fucking cartoon <laughs> yeah you fucking stink right <laughs> You drink and you fucking smoke and you fucking stink yeah. and you're a fucking moron. And it, it's a laugh when you're 23, but when you're 27, yeah, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure, get it together. Uh, but this was this was real good, man. That was very catchy. Um, the bass was was working overtime. That bassist was uh, was earning his yeah. earning his paycheck at the end of the night. Um, really, really good catchy stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. If you like if you like catchy uh, guitar guitar music uh, of the power pop and like punky variety, if you like any of the stuff that we play on this show, like fucking uh, GT and shit like that, you you'll like this obviously. And and, and I guess you know the the um, egg punk was applied to this. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. But only, I guess, only now in like retrospect. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yep. this seemed to be um, a little more uh, composed and, and, and separate from what we typically expect when we hear egg punk shit. I agree. And even like the production quality was even yeah. a little bit higher than a lot of the stuff you hear with that. This this didn't feel nearly as lo fi. Um, so there you go, finale, having a blast in Valencia, Spain, being scumbags, making making real solid music. Yeah, uh, catch them before they die or grow the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, we're, uh, we busted over the hour mark. We're at like an hour ten. I don't feel any need to drag this yeah. out longer. See you, see you in a few minutes. Yep, see you in a few minutes. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for hanging out.